This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Joining us on the phone, as he does every Tuesday, your assistant coach to the Syracuse men's basketball team, Coach Jerry McNamara. Jerry's, of course, brought to you by Drivers Village and Burdick BMW. Good afternoon, Jerry. Gentlemen, how are you guys? Man, we're hanging in there, baby. We're, we're, we're sitting on the edge of our seat for tonight. So are we. We're hanging in there, too, trying to get ready for this evening. Looking forward to it. You know, uh, the Florida State game broke my heart. We, we were in it. We played well, you know, we could have won the game. But, you know, as somebody on the outside and I look at this game, we have to win this game. Is that is that is that the attitude in the locker room right now? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, certainly with the situation we're in, um, you know, I, I don't think your heart was the only one that was broken at Florida State. Obviously, we put ourselves in a position, you know, two-point lead with under, under 30 seconds to go. Uh, you know, to, to lose that game on the road was a tough one, especially after the fight that we had to get back in it and, um, you know, in a lot of ways take control of the game in the second half. But, you know, I think the position that Pittsburgh has put themselves in, you know, obviously starting 0-5 in conference, um, you know, pretty similar situation to us. Need You know, fighting for your life, you know, early on and, and, and trying to get back uh, in, into the winter circle. I think the, the comforting thing for us is the fact that we're playing at home. Uh, we haven't been here. Uh, you know, in a couple, and, and, you know, we're looking to get back on track. Obviously, uh, Notre Dame game here was a tough one for us to take, too. So, you know, the, the biggest thing from our standpoint is, and, and Coach has said it a number of times, is, you know, it'd be one thing if we're sitting here at one and four, and we have we have played our best basketball, and we've lost these games the way we have. Um, you know, I, I think it's a much different story than the situation we're in. You know, on the road at Wake Forest, we had an opportunity um you know, at home, we just completely dropped one against Notre Dame. Uh, Florida State late had an opportunity. Um, you know, we've put ourselves in position to win these games. That's the important thing. We haven't played our best basketball, so that's the encouraging thing. I think the big thing and the most difficult thing of all this is to try to stay up and positive. And um, that's where Coach comes in and, and what he's done such a great job of over the years. Is Even last year when we hit a stretch where we weren't winning and winning at the level that we expect to, uh, we were able to you know, write the ship and study the course and, and put ourselves in the argument. And, uh, you know, when you look at our schedule, uh, you know, the next two at home, obviously after this evening, uh, we get a chance to get a little bit of a break, uh, eight days until next Wednesday. And, uh, you know, that, that, that for us with what we've done is, as far as how many minutes guys have played, uh, is pretty important, you know, uh, but I'll tell you this, I'd, I'd like to go into that stretch off a win. <laughs> certainly off a win. Um, you know, tonight's very important for us. It's very important for them. And, um, you know, we're hoping that as we come into the night, we're ready. We feel like we've had two good practices and, uh, you know, we're excited to get back out on the court. I can tell you that. They lose Luther, uh, you know, and he's, he's a big man presence for them. He's a rebounder, their number one rebounder yeah. uh, and he's out. That's a double-edged sword in some ways, Jerry. I mean, because does that put some bodies on the court to cover for him? that we don't know much about? Well, I think what they'll do is they'll try to do it by committee with some of the guys that uh, maybe didn't get as much time. Um, you know, does, does Terrell Brown get more minutes? Um, you know, do they go more minutes to the kid mill again? Uh, you know, we just, you know, we saw it a little bit with Notre Dame with, with Bonzi being out uh, and, and, and Maddie Farrell being out. Uh, you know, it's by committee, I think. I don't think you'll see a new face. I think you'll see certain guys play a little bit more extended minutes. I think the thing that hurts them is, you know, Ryan Luther was, was not only their best rebounder, but, uh, you know, a double-digit scorer, um, 
you know, a, a veteran presence for them, a guy that of all these guys, these guys have seven freshman players. I mean, as many as anybody in the country. So, um, you know, for a team that's struggling because of inexperience, because of youth, you know, those, those guys like Ryan Luther are, are heavily relied on and not having that presence hurts you a little bit. I think it's a little bit different with uh, Notre Dame scenario because Gibbs and, and Fluger uh, have such experience, but yeah, I think these guys will try to do it by committee. They're going to mix up defenses a little bit, uh, man-to-man, zone. Um, you know, but the one thing, and you, you know, we talked about this earlier. I, I think it was right before we played Colgate, uh, and you had you had mentioned Daniel about it being a tune-up game. You know, getting us ready for the real stuff, and you know, do you look past it? Uh, you know, the one thing that scared me about them, and it kind of came true, was their ability to shoot from the perimeter. And uh, when you look at Pittsburgh, they have a few guys that can shoot from the perimeter. Kid Jared Wilson frame is good. You know, he's a good player. I know you get overshadowed a little bit because, you know, coach says it all the time. You want to be on first team anything or get accolades, your, your team has to win. That's what it's about. Uh, and these guys haven't done it at the level that they want to, nor have we early uh, in conference, which we hopefully will start to change a little bit here. But, you know, the one thing about these guys is they have a couple capable shooters. And with the system we play, it is it is a concern. But, I think the one thing, even even against Florida State for a good stretch of time, we did a really good job on the perimeter uh, late in the game. I thought they hit some really difficult shots. They really did. Uh, Angola hit two tough shots. The kid PJ Savoy hit a shot from you know thirty feet uh, on, on the right wing. So um, you know these guys, we're going to have to extend on some of their guys and get out and cover. And and the one thing we did a better job of in the Florida State game that we did against Notre Dame was we were able to, to rebound the basketball. And even at Virginia, we rebounded the basketball. So uh, that's going to be an importance tonight, making sure we cover on the perimeter and, uh, you know, allowing them just one shot attempt at, at the basket. On the phone, assistant coach to your Syracuse men's basketball team, Jerry McNamara. So two things we have to do to win tonight. What are they? Well, I think the two things that are probably going to be the most important thing, regardless of opponent, or we have to continue to defend, uh, be active on the defensive end, um, and and you know we we have to do a better job of taking care of the basketball. It's the one area, certainly from my position, from the guard position, that we haven't done a great job. Uh, we we we've, we've had multiple stretches in these games where we haven't corralled the ball and taken care of it. Um, that hurts us, you know. For a team that doesn't necessarily score a ton of points, we have to maximize our possessions. And, um, you know, all those all those opportunities that you don't get at a shot attempt, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to bite you. And that's been the scenario. You know, we, we need to do a better job. Um, the, 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 I think anybody that's watched us, is, that's pretty evident. You know, we need to do a better job from, from both Frank and Tyus's position of, of, you know, protecting the ball, making uh, some better decisions. And, um, you know, we had two backcourt violations. You know, we, we, we've, you know, we've, We've never had that. You know, those are are just wasted possessions. Uh, you know, we come down with a seven point lead and we try to split a ball screen and we dribble into traffic uh, with a seven point lead. Um, you know, those are opportunities wasted. So, uh, you know, if we continue to defend the way we have and the stretches that we've done it, you know, we've done it at a pretty good level. You know, we're we're right up there in the top ten, I believe, in defensive field goal percentage. I think higher than that, we might be top five. Um, you know, we're right up there in rebounding percentage. So. Uh, those areas have been good, but on the offensive side of the basketball, we need to, you know, we need to do a better job as we move forward to max, maximize the possessions and take care of the rock. Jerry, it, 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 they're pressing you, and you're looking at the clock, and you're gonna, and you're coming up on violation of not getting over the half court line. Do you want that kid to call timeout? Do you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
But where is it? What is it? We, we, you know, you especially being, you know, legendary at this position. What do you do with Frank? You pull him aside when we were in practice and these things come up. How is it we teach a kid how to maximize getting that mm-hmm. ball over the line when he's facing the press? What are the weapons that you're going to give him? Well, I think it's it's really a team thing in reality, and it, it, it both of, of the situations with the violations actually tie us dribbling. Um, you know, I think one of the things is, number one, you have to be a little bit more aware of what the shot clock situation is. The one thing that we really don't like to do, and we've had to do it a couple times this year, is, you know, coach doesn't like to take timeouts out of, out of baseline, out of bounds plays. You have to be able to get open. Um, he's not going to want to take the timeout when it's just you dribbling the ball off the court and you face a two-man pressure. Um, you know, we feel like we could, you know, flash from, from other positions, get the ball ahead and advance and attack that pressure. Uh, but you also have to know as the ball handler uh, of the situation of time. And, and, you know, part of that is on a little bit of what Tyus was dealing with as far as the two-man pressure, and part of it's on the other guys on our, on our squad being able to flash and, and, you know, be able to relieve the pressure with an advance pass. And, you know, and then, you know, another scenario with the split ball screen, um, you know, with the lead, you know, we talk about that. We don't want to split these ball screens. You know, we, we teach that. We don't want to do that because, once you put yourself in a position where you're in between two defenders, these you know these officials aren't going to bail you out if there's a little bit of contact because you put yourself in that position. So um, it's something that we cover. So uh, a few areas, you know, I think that the the backcourt violation is a teachable moment where you got to understand the time to score. Um, you know, certainly the situation you're in, and you also have to understand as a teammate if you see one of your guys getting pressured, you've got to relieve it. You know, you got to flash and elevate and and hopefully to get the ball and, and advance it against the pressure. Cool. Well, listen, man, we really, you know, huge fans of you, huge fans of the team, looking for a double-digit win tonight against Pittsburgh, and let's start rolling in the right direction. Uh, listen, I mean, you know, with this group, um, you know, I think the, the tough thing with the Notre Dame game, it was a little bit uncharacteristic. You know, I thought it was the first time uh, all year that we didn't see the same squad. You know, we didn't see that same fight and energy. Uh, I thought we had that that fight and energy at Virginia. You know, you, we just faced a really good team. We had that fight and energy at Florida State. We just didn't get it done. You know, so this group has been there. You know, I think that's the thing is is you know they they fought and scratched and clawed. We just need to get on the winning side of things. Hopefully tonight against Pittsburgh is the start. But we get you know we get another opportunity. We play at home against Pittsburgh, and then we have some time to rest, which is important for us. And we come back play Boston College and right back at Pitt at Georgia Tech. So you know you got to look. You know, take it one game at a time, but, you know, we, we feel like, you know, the pieces that we have in place are, are, are more than capable of doing what, what needs to be done, and uh, now we got to go out and be able to execute it. Thank you so much, Coach. We'll talk to you next week, man. All right, guys. Thanks, Jerry. Coach Jerry McNamara joins us every Tuesday on ESPN Radio Syracuse, courtesy of Drivers Village and Burdick BMW. We will reset and be back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show.